As dominant as Oklahoma's 51-14 win over Kansas State was this weekend, the difference in the scoreline is still not as great a number as the difference in the ages of the two head coaches. This week, 35-year-old Lincoln Riley is being nominated by the media for the Cleveland Browns vacancy, and 79-year-old Bill Snyder is being nominated for retirement by the local media in Manhattan. It's October 30th. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. It's not all that uncommon for fans to call for a tenured and well-respected head coach's job after a lopsided loss, but when veteran sports writers start doing it, you take notice. After Kansas State's 51-14 loss to Oklahoma on Saturday, Tim Fitzgerald of GoPowerCat.com wrote that it is time for Wildcats head coach Bill Snyder to step aside. Tim, why now? Well, it's kind of been building up to this, and it's been one of those things where, you know, you you don't take it lightly. You kind of keep waiting uh, for the right time uh, because the program's kind of been in a state of slow erosion. It hasn't always shown in the wins and losses. I mean, he, he won a Big 12 championship in 2012 and averaged eight wins a season after that, but you could see the program sliding, and the, the talent level was was going, and, and this season has kind of caught up to him. They just clearly have been outmanned by other teams, including Mississippi State, West Virginia, um, and Oklahoma on Saturday. And uh, it's clear that Kansas State football isn't going to catch back up because Coach Snyder kind of refuses to change the way he recruits and still does it uh, in many of the same manners he did back in you know the early 90s when he was building the program. And uh, it just seems like the program's not going to catch back up to where it was, and uh, it's probably time at 79 years old for uh, a younger man to take over. So you kind of touched on it there, but what are some of the ways that uh, Snyder's program is slipping? Are there any particular areas that you can point to that you, that, that are kind of going off the rails? Well, they just, yeah, they just don't have the depth they used to. And, and we're seeing it now They get it, get into a few injuries and they absolutely don't have the guys to come in and, and step up to the level of play. And special teams has always been such a, area of skill for Kansas State. They've made up a big difference always in special teams. And this year, honestly, they've been a bad special teams team. And that comes in part due to coaching and in part because the depth isn't there. And those are the guys that fill special teams quite a bit. So uh, those are catching up. And, and, you know, Coach Snyder has never let his coaches go out on the road during the season, uh, which is always kind of handcuffed his program and and going out and evaluating players as often as you might want. And, um, he also has refused to get into having a recruiting staff. In fact, as far as we know, Kansas State has the only part-time recruiting coordinator in the Big 12 or in the Power Five. Um, you know, Taylor Bradley, a recruiting coordinator, also has coaching responsibilities as assistant special teams coach and, and then only has a couple of uh, part-time assistants that help him out. So uh, they really have fallen behind with so many programs committing so many resources to a recruiting staff now. It seems that being a good steward of this Kansas State football program is something that is important to Bill Snyder. And in your column, you included some quotes that kind of gave me the impression that maybe he's aware things are getting away from him. I mean, do you think, do you think he is, one, do you think he is aware? And do you think this is going to be a painful, dragged out transition? Or do you, do you, do you expect to see some movement on this soon? Well, we're going to see, you know, if uh, when he came back out of retirement in 2009, he talked about calming the waters, you know, because the the fan base was 
such an uproar after all the chaos of Ron Prince's three-year tenure. Uh, and he talked about handing off the program in better shape than he did last time. Well, he actually had opportunities to do exactly that and pass on it. He always wanted to come back and keep coaching. He was having fun. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think he wanted to pursue more titles and a shot at uh, the national stage. And uh, slowly the program, since that, that championship in 2012 with Colin Klein at quarterback, the program has kind of deteriorated. And, and uh, you know, honestly, he's not getting any younger. So I think it's just uh, time to, to look forward. And we're going to find out if this is really about the good of Kansas State football or if Bill Snyder just wants to keep coaching until – uh, you know, he can't coach anymore, and it's become about Bill Snyder. Um, and if that's the case, it's very unfortunate. I know this offseason he signed another contract extension. Does that complicate things financially for either either party yeah. in this? No, I don't think so. I think it's mostly window dressing for recruiting purposes, and uh, he needed to get updated on his contract. Um, that He will stay on in the department beyond uh, – Coaching, if he does step aside, he has a role or be carved out. They'll, they'll let him mentor student athletes in all sports. And there's a you know university leadership program, a department of that on campus, and he'll be involved in that. Uh, so no, uh, you know I don't think it's really that big a deal to just come to some settlement and, and move on. If if not the whole contract, I mean uh, he is a legend, and you know if he wants to, if that's what it takes to uh, get him to step aside, then I'm sure the department will do that. Whether Bill Snyder steps aside after this season or five years from now, are there uh, a set of candidates that Kansas State fans, uh, boosters, people, influential people kind of covet at this point? Well, you know, you can go off the Bill Snyder coaching tree all you want, and there's a lot of good young coaches out there that that might fall into that category. But I think the Sturts – the search starts with two guys, and one being Brent Venables, the defense coordinator at Clemson, a former K-State linebacker under Coach Snyder. And uh, some speculate that Venables has never made a move on a head coaching job waiting for Kansas State to open. Some have speculated that he just doesn't really intend to be a head coach, that at the pay level he's getting to be a coordinator, he's perfectly happy doing that. The other candidate would be the defensive coordinator at Oregon, Jim Levitt, who's 60, a little bit up there in age, uh, but he's a guy that acts like he's much younger than that and attacks the recruiting trail and uh, really was the, the brains behind that early K-State defense they played in Manhattan when he coordinated the defense alongside with Bob Stoops. And uh, then he built South Florida into a national program. And um, I think what he did at South Florida is the closest thing in comparison to what Bill Snyder did at Kansas State because he built it from literally the ground up. Uh, and, you know, if I had to bet, that would be who Bill Snyder would pick um, off of his tree if he couldn't have his son, Sean, which does not sound like what is a likely occurrence right now under the athletic director, Gene Taylor. Does the fact that Kansas is showing some signs of life for the first time in, in, in several, several years uh, kind of make the change the situation, make it feel more urgent at all or no? No, no, probably not, but, uh, I can tell you this, if in two Saturdays Kansas rolls into Bill Snyder Family Stadium and beats K-State, probably yes. Um, you know, he's had such a dominance over the University of Kansas for almost his entire tenure at K-State. It's been remarkable uh, how dominant he's been over that program. Even when they were good, he, he uh, really uh, laid the wood to KU on a regular basis. So if that doesn't happen in a couple of weeks, then, you know, the alarm bells will really be going off. But 
I think there still is a gap between the programs, but certainly KU beating TCU on Saturday perked up some ears in Manhattan. That, that was a nice one for the Jayhawks. All right, Tim Fitzgerald is publisher of GoPowerCat.com. You can find him on Twitter at Life of Fitz. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. People already firing your name out for the Cleveland Brown job. Do you have any interest coaching the NFL? <laughs> that was coming. Uh, no, not not right now. I, you know, you sit there and answer these questions and. I always want to be truthful. Um, the truth is for me is I love Oklahoma. Uh, I love coaching here. I love college football. I certainly don't have that itch right now. I uh, don't know that I ever will, but I'm never going to be a guy that's going to stand up here and say, no way, no how will any of these things ever happen. I, I, I don't know that, but I I know right now I could care less about the NFL. We're trying to We're trying to win this game and trying to make a run that we all think we have in us right now. After the Cleveland Browns fired Hugh Jackson on Monday, Oklahoma head coach Lincoln Riley's name was put forth by the college football media punditry as a possible candidate for the vacancy. And Riley was asked about his interest in the opening during his Monday press conference. Joey Helmer of OU Insider joins us now. Joey, is there anything here beyond, hey, Lincoln Riley did a good job coaching the quarterback the Browns just drafted, and Lincoln Riley is young, just like Sean McVay? Well, if there is anything beyond it, Lincoln Riley certainly didn't indicate that's the case and, and, uh, you know, downplayed it if it is, um, saying, you know, he loved him at Oklahoma and, um, he loves being, um, in Norman and, um, you know, the other thing for him that he was pointing out was the age group. He likes the fact that, um, he's around, you know, these teenagers as they're turning into young adults and, and just that age group and being able to help in the maturity process for these kids. And um, so he, he made it pretty clear that he wouldn't be interested in the NFL at this current point in time, not ruling it out in the future, but um, if something is going on behind the scenes, certainly Riley did not give any indication of it. His answer seemed to be kind of, refreshing in its honesty of not just a flat denial but like hey you know you never know someday maybe but right now no do you I mean, do you think he did a good job answering that in a way that doesn't leave the door open for too much hot takery or speculation or reading in between the lines of what he meant by that well I think it was pretty cut and dry uh, with his explanation certainly yes that uh, he, he wants to be at Oklahoma right now and um, again if anything is going on he did not give any indication with a pretty thorough um, answer as to why he he really likes it in Oklahoma and uh, one other thing he said of course was that um, he was given a great opportunity um, to, to come to Oklahoma by Bob Stoops and be the offensive coordinator and uh, they didn't have to choose him to be the next head coach, and they certainly did that as well. And so um, he felt really appreciated at Oklahoma, and I think that for that reason and those reasons that, um, you know, he he really is thankful for the opportunity that he has here. All right. Joey Helmer is editor and reporter for OU Insider. You can find him on Twitter at JoeyHelmer247. Thanks, Joey. Thanks. 
The Morning Blitz is a daily podcast, so we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning, breaking down the biggest college football stories of the day in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package. You can subscribe to The Morning Blitz on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.